to the Money Mentors Podcast. Here with your Money Mentors, I'm Jennifer Perry. And this podcast is for you. So if you have a retirement question you'd like us to address, reach out to us online anytime at matsonfinancial.com. We have talked about inflation here for quite a while on Money Mentors. A lot of us are noticing it in our everyday lives too. Now, here's another term for you though this weekend. You may not be familiar with shrinkflation, but I have no doubt that you've experienced it. So Taylor and Laurel, this is apparently where the companies reduce the amount of their product without reducing the price. Sometimes they're hmm. a little sneaky about this too. Consumer right. World's Edgar Dorsky. Potato chip companies right. were talking to you. Lays, <laughs> right? Lays. And, uh, gosh, that's the worst. You get a 50% filled bag for $5. Unbelievable. <laughs> Really I'm a salty, crunchy, these. snacky guy, so okay, that, that one really know. gets me. <laughs> right? He's all mad Very about it Very passionate about this one, yeah. <laughs> all that air in the top of the bag. I get you, yep. Taylor. I get it. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> Consumer World's Edgar Dorsky. Here's a guy who might be just as upset here. He's tracked shrinkflation for more than 30 years and tells AARP that Cottonelle has recently reduced its soft mega rolls to 268 two-ply sheets, down from 284. Charmin hmm. made similar changes and paper towels may be next. Now, I'm not going to sit there and count the squares. I'm not that kind of person, but it's good to know that Edgar's done his research here. Uh, right. he, he also says the best way to fight shrinkflation is to look at a product's unit price on the store shelf to uh, judge the best value. Now, seems a little silly to talk about something like shrinkflation, but I know people like Taylor over there really heated up about this. And <laughs> that, that, right? that yeah. struck a chord with me. <laughs> but for the middle class, I do think it feels like we're being you know, squeezed with the odds stacked higher against us right now. So beyond the TP insight and the potato chip insight here, Taylor, uh, what tips can you guys share with us for those of us trying to keep as much of our money in our pocket as we can right now? Well, I will say, shrinkflation, doesn't that sound like a good thing? Yeah. So sounds, it's, it's sounds great tricking, right about it's now, tricking yeah. us, yeah. you know. But, um, I mean, I guess one of the first things I think of, you know, keeping as much money in your pocket as you can comes to fees. And I want to specifically go to 401k fees. Okay. Because we have conversations with clients. I mean, some people even call in from the radio and we'll start talking about, you know, what have you done so far to prepare for retirement? We love to get to know you over the phone a little bit because when you come into that first meeting, our advisors can dig deeper, right? Mm -hmm. We can really start understanding your plan. So we appreciate that. But they'll say, I'm not paying any fees. I'm like, oh, okay. But you, you know, are. I don't, I don't want to go into an <laughs> argument and I totally understand, but let's, let's look at your statement then, right? Let's do a fee analysis because really you are paying somebody to manage. You might not talk to them or see them and you don't see what they're doing behind the keyboards necessarily, especially if you're in a target date fund because that's just automatically rebalancing as you get older. But your underlying investments there, you actually need to review the prospectus. So that's finding that all that yep. jargon. Yep, those uh, little books that yes. nobody likes to get in the mail and we just throw mm -hmm. them all in the shredded box uh -huh. or whatever. That's where that, that information is at. Yep, and that details and what the fees are of these certain you know um, holdings you have within your 401k. So I know that seems like a lot, but we do go through this process with you to help you understand. And that's what it's about you know, to us is to educate you and make sure that, hey, as long as it's accomplishing what you need it to do and it's a fair fee, okay. Mm -hmm. But if we are out of whack here, you know, it's not doing what you want it to do and it's costing you, we've got some big problems. I think the biggest thing going to this is is really efficiency within your plan. So mm -hmm. fee efficiency and, and like you said, a lot of people, well, I don't have a fee. 
that's because it doesn't say it on your statement, right? Like you said, you got to go into the prospectus or type in that ticker symbol into Morningstar and look at your gross and net expense ratios and your 12B1 fees and all that good stuff. And I get it. You Uh, don't want to do that. You don't even know to do that. Yeah, exactly. That is what we do when we go through this process, however, is run Morningstar reports and try to figure out exactly what have your returns been and what have they been, you know, matched up to your relative benchmark. Maybe you're overperforming, but you're taking on too much risk or more commonly underperforming and you're still taking on too much risk, Mm -hmm. plus you've got high fees. So uh, another efficiency thing would be taxes, making sure, I know we talked about this in the last segment, but taxes, 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 making sure that you're being very efficient there, working with that CPA and saving that money wherever you can. We can save 1% on fees, 2% on taxes. That's a 3% change overall. That is savings in your pocket. So it it can be a big deal. And I will say here in in West Michigan, a lot of the the grocery stores, they do put the unit price next to every single sticker. Although Laura always gets me, I'm like, well, this was buy five, get one free or whatever. She said, well, it's the same price if you buy four. You didn't have to buy five. They trick you. You know, I'm like, you don't have to do it. He's like, I I have to, though. You know, (laughs) but I need five bags of potato chips because I'm really only getting two and a half. Right. Back to that. Back to that. Taylor's not letting you go. Yeah. Yeah. But I will say, too, you know, Tay, you talked about something really good there. And maybe some people are familiar with benchmark and what we're talking about. But for those of you who aren't, it's really important to make sure you're doing an apples to apples comparison. So if you're looking at your 401k or your investments, if you're already retired and maybe you don't have that 401k anymore, it's an IRA, but you're looking and comparing your interest rate or your rate there of return compared to the S&P 500, Mm -hmm. is that a fair comparison? You know, are you comparing apples to apples here? So just want to make a mention of that. That's a piece of education that we like to go through with our clients, too. But uh, here's the thing, Taylor and Laurel. I think most of us are well aware of some of the economic challenges we're going through right now. But USA Today says there are three murky issues that are really making retirement planning extra hard for those who are planning to retire soon. So uh, let's see if you can help us clarify some of these issues here. They start with number one here. They say Americans are really confused about how much income growth they need to offset inflation right now. It is kind of uh, hard to figure that out with inflation running so hot. Yeah, absolutely. This is a really important one. And if you're going through that retirement planning process, making sure if you're doing income forecasting that you're starting that cost of living today, even though you might not be retiring for five or 10 years, if that's the case, or even two. If you are running this projection for the future, what's the income that you need today? and project 3 to 4% cost of living adjustment on that, right? So by the time you're at that retirement date, for example, if you're age 65 and you need $60,000 in income, that growing by 3% is now $80,000 when you're 75, mm-hmm. right? So making sure that you're starting that cost of living from day one, not once you start retirement. And then think about it is, okay, we need to get 3 to 4% or 2 to 3% is the Fed goal of inflation, which is we're obviously well beyond that. But If the goal is 3% and that's where it's at, you need to get 3% just to keep pace. Now you're going to take out, I think I'm maybe skipping ahead here to withdrawal rates. So now let's say you want to take 4% off of your your portfolio. Let's Mm -hmm. say it's a million dollars, right? So 40K a year in conjunction with Social Security and other things. Uh, You now need to get 7% to just maintain that account balance without going backwards. 
And one great way to help with that is making sure that you have a good yield coming into the portfolio. Mm -hmm. That relieves a lot of the pressure that you may have to take or risk you may have to take. If we're getting a good 3 4% yield on our income, well, that helps take care of that inflation piece. Now we just need to solve for the rest of that growth and make sure that this money is going to last. For sure. And I think, uh, so we talked about, right, confused with income growth, offsetting inflation there, talked about withdrawal rates. A lot of people don't understand that. But the last thing here that I want to go over is that most people don't know how much income Social Security will provide. And they stopped sending out statements long ago. So what you can do is... If you haven't retired yet and you're curious to where that sits, you need to log online, create an account if you haven't before. You can download your statement. and SSA.gov. Yep, yep. And make sure you're looking at it because we have had clients look at that and there's been a discrepancy. Mm. And it takes some time with Social Security to get that updated correctly. Okay. Um, but as a part of that and a part of our plan... If you haven't taken Social Security yet, when you meet with us, we run Social Security optimization reports. And we look at, you know, what happens if you were to take it early? What happens if you take it at full retirement age? And then what is the optimized age? And we go over these different reports as we're getting to know you and getting to know, hey, we've got pension income too and some of these other things. So we help you completely layer in the income strategy with Social Security. And a good point on the Social Security piece is, and I'll, I'll just say this as a kudos to a lot of my clients and our clients in general, is I've seen it so many times where if we're trying to solve for an income goal and we do want to leave some assets behind, right, for, for kids, grandkids, whatever that is, I'm seeing more and more where it makes sense for that client to take Social Security earlier rather than deferring till age 70 or the optimized plans. Now, by early, I don't mean always at 62, right? Mm -hmm. could be a different age, but um, because we're using that as supplement to our portfolio, not using our portfolio as supplement to our Social Security, right? Meaning we're banking on Social Security, and if we don't have it or we don't get the benefit that we need, our retirement plan is... Non-existent, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So one uh, that's an important distinction is when we're looking at that, I'm always going to lean on what's going to keep more money in your pocket, right? How can we maximize this portfolio for you with your buying power and you having control of what you want your lifestyle to look like? Want weekly lessons from your money mentors? Yes. Hit the subscribe button now and listen every weekend on Wood Radio. The opinions expressed in this program are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual or on any specific security. To determine which investments may be appropriate for you, consult your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this program is no guarantee of future results. Fee-based financial planning and investment services are offered by Matson Financial Services, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Insurance products and services offered through Lakeview Financial Group, LLC, Matson Financial Services, LLC, and Lakeview Financial Group are affiliated. To find out if Matson Financial Services is licensed in your state, please call 800-536-8907.